0: Hey, people, you are watching Make It Make Sense on Room 113. Thanks for tuning in for another review. We are reviewing my favorite show right now, Love Life, Season 2 specifically. My boy Phil, me, and we're joined by the amazing Darren Asai. We hope you enjoyed this review, and please do like, share, and subscribe for more of our content and other content on the Room 113 Universal
1: Sphere of Content. Okay. All that's, right. what, that's one way to put it, but yeah, <laughs> let's get into this.
0: Guys, we are about to speak about my favorite show right now, and that is saying a lot because I love TV. I watch so much TV. How
1: and is it's your favorite movie? show based on one season.
0: <laughs> based on once that I love the first season don't get me wrong but this season is like my favorite season one of my favorite seasons of TV to ever TV okay we're talking about love life season two William Jackson Harper can I just say thank you for showing me what I want to be as an actor? Thank you Okay That's that's giving a lot He In that one season He showed me Why I want to be as an actor Like in a certain type of show But I'd also like to be You know Denzel But anyways And Sydney Poitier Rest in peace Sydney Poitier He's you know Legend Open doors You know all of that But you know Listen we'll talk about Love Life It's all about the romance thing And you know You guys know about the romance thing obviously Marriage and that But also Some people are dropping Romance related songs And that Like what's going on like, like Darren Talk to us Like what Single yeah what like what music?
2: You know what? Yeah, it's yeah. interesting that you're talking about your favorite season because uh, my songs <laughs> and um yeah, that's the thing about life, isn't it? you have the seasons you love, seasons you hate, seasons that you think are all right. I'm and, um, Yeah, I guess it's, it's kind of about love for all those seasons and all the differences and that being the consistent thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, if mm-hmm. that that should be out now or yeah.
1: it should be out when this episode's out, but. Yeah. To be fair, if you've seen the trailer for His Sickle Journey, if you came out to watch His Sickle Journey, you will know that this is the official soundtrack love for His Sickle Journey. Oh, oh,
2: David, is that
0: a. Go, 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 go. Hey, it's a banger, guys. It's a banger. Soundtrack to His Sickle Journey, our film, but more of us, the soundtrack to The Seasons of Love. Yes. Thank you for that, Aaron yes. Thank you for capturing it so well.
2: Um. So yeah, just type Darren on uh, Spotify Apple music D E W I N and yes, yeah, go to. Jeez. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Guys, pre that, and as you pre that, listen to us talk about love life, which is so amazing, guys. Like, I- well, okay, what
1: is it about? What is it about, David?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I, I need to catch my breath and everything. Um, <laughs> these guys first so- <laughs> First of all, <laughs> love. <laughs> Um, We've spoken about this many times before Phil But Love Life is one of those shows that Not only do I wish I created But I was actually creating Before I even knew what it was Do you know what I mean? Like I was thinking I want to make a rom-com sitcom type thing Oh, it could have this premise and everything And then I look at the premise for Love Life And I'm like, no, fair Fair, Sam Boyd. Fair. Fair enough. Because you've done it, and I love it. Now, it had one season um, already with um, the amazing Anna Kendrick who Phil loves, and I also love and appreciate. Darren, fan
2: of Anna Kendrick. Yeah, I like Perfect. Okay, yes. That's, yeah, that's uh, where I did. Yeah, yeah, I, I right. mean, if I never see her, I think, oh, I don't like her. So
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got a nice face. She Wait, hold pretty. on. Sorry, can we talk about how we came across this show? Because I no, want an on no, un- no, no, air get let's get from Benga, David Ajayi. Oh, because no. Guys, guys, real quick, real
2: quick. No, no, no. I came no, across
1: no. this show when I was like, okay. I think I was just searching through BBC iPlayer. Love Life was there, season one. That's what Anna Kendrick. I watched the first episode and I'm like, hey, Stacey, David, would you guys check out this show? Let's see what's going on, right? Then mm-hmm. I think I think they watched it. I can't remember. Barely any response. No, then mm-hmm. I weren't feeling it. So I thought, I right, bun this. I'm not gonna watch it because there's no point in me watching it by myself and I, mm-hmm. I can't talk to these two about it. What's the point? And mm-hmm. then lo and behold, I hear there's a second season. Mm-hmm. But the only reason why I hear there's a second season is because David goes, I've watched the whole second season. <laughs> <laughs> I like, What's, oh, damn. what is going on? had going to on? first season first, David right? actually yeah. TV cheated on me. No. <laughs> I'm butt hurt. <laughs> okay,
0: damn. Do you know what it was? Do you know what it was? It was actually... um. So the amazing Rom Commissaire Bolu Babalola Was tweeting about the show a lot on Twitter And um, obviously I hold her opinion highly Because she's the Rom Commissaire And I was like, yo, I need to check this show out And I was like, but to get to season two I have to watch season one Damn it, Phil, you made me watch this rubbish And then I watched it again I was like, well, when was this ever rubbish? I love this Um, We keep skipping on the premise of the show The premise is basically It's about one main protagonist Finding their love. We follow their love life from their first love to their last, to the one that they end up with, marriage, long time commitment, everything. Now let's get into that premise for a second. I love that premise so much because that's a bit of me. For me, love life is to the end. Do you know what I mean? I like, I like concrete beginning, concrete end. I like looking for long term commitment. I like monogamy. I'ma say it. I'm a monogamist.
1: End. I'm a serial end. monogamist. End. Like end. Like, it's a roll credits happily ever after situation, but it's not the end. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly,
0: exactly. But it's also the end because it's like, no, this is their last love. So whatever problems, because let's be real, life is real. And they show the problems that you have in each relationship, including (laughs) their (laughs) last (laughs)
2: one. The matrix.
0: (laughs) But regardless of those problems, this is their last love. This is who they're going to stick it out with. This is the love that makes it. That's how every season ends that is a bit of me because that is like when we talk about life affirming shows that is as life affirming as you can get for me and hopefully for the world because it's like love is tough but there is one that you get to end with
1: i think that's a very good way of summing it up like it's i mean it's essentially a rom-com series and if you know david and i and what we've spoken about over making it make sense over the past few years, like mm. rom-com is life. Like that is everything. <laughs> we And it's like, bro, if you can get 10 episodes of this, boom, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. But yeah, let's talk mm-hmm. about this series. Let's do a review. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: yeah so the story series, basically, um, we follow William Jackson Harper playing the role of Marcus Watkins. And it's basically about his first love to his last love in the form of the wonderful Mia Heans. Now, people, people, Thoughts on the season?
1: Let's just go there. Thoughts on the season, guys. So, Maybe. my my initial thing of, like, the second season was David going, ah, it's so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that was my entry to the second season because I jumped back yeah. like again. I jumped off because I, I thought these men weren't on it. But mm. as I was watching the season, I, I I was like, David was not lying. David, this is sick. David was not lying. But then by the time I got to the end, I, I did feel, I think it was a sober moment. I, I was drunk on it during when <laughs> I was watching it, but, it was a sober moment because I was like, oh, okay, this is basically just like the first season except it's give, give me the same thing, just give it in black, basically. But I the love the first season. Track. So I'm just uh, like, All right, that's fun. But then also, I think it's, um, I think what puts it over the edge for me is, I'm not, I'm not a black supremacist, but <laughs> what puts it over the edge for me is the individual performances in the second mm-hmm. season,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I felt hit me yeah. more and I probably resonated with me more. Like mm-hmm. having a guy go through this as opposed to a woman, obviously I can identify a lot better, but then, you know, you have guys and you have, when in rom-coms you have a guy, when you have a guy who's at the center of a rom-com, the guys have their council. So when the guys mm-hmm. come together and they talk about stuff and you see one of them is married, one of them go through some other stuff. And when they when they talk to each other, it is, is quite reminiscent of like the lives that some of us may live. Um, so I think I obviously identified with the sex season more, but I feel that both seasons were, they're, mm-hmm. they're not far off in terms of quality. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, but what, put, what puts The sexy season Over the edge for me Is the individual performances Like Jessica Williams Playing um, Mia Hines um, She's so good man I remember watching her film uh, The amazing Jessica James Like I She's so funny She's hilarious Like um, She does stand up as well Never seen her stand up I want to watch it At uh, some point But she was, she was so good man And yeah William Jackson Harper Is phenomenal He's so He's so good Like he, He's good any He's like, just, he's, he's good. good. Like, I don't know what, he's just good. Like, what
0: else? Like He's good, like, he's good. good. <laughs> how about you, Darren, though? Thoughts on the season?
2: Um, so, yeah, I mean, I went into watching season two not knowing what it was going to be like, because I thought it was going to be like a normal, um, like, you know, normal sitcoms where the mm. next season you have pretty much the same cast. Because um, I remember watching the end of season one thinking, and I knew that was season two when I finished mm. season one. So I was thinking, okay, if it ends like this,
0: What's yeah, where's it gonna go? How are they
2: gonna do you know what I mean? Like navigate that. And then I was like, oh, so it's like the same mm-hmm. kind of like spine in terms of what everything's about, but different mm-hmm. characters, but it's not completely separated because they're interlinked. It's kind of like um um what's it called? What's the show called again? This this is it this is us? This is yep. us, yeah, yeah. You know how they, they do this to us, how they kind of intertwine oh, okay, different yeah. stuff and Maybe, like yeah, it can yeah. almost go on forever, possibly. Yes, yeah, yeah, kind of reminded me of that. So I like that because I was like, okay, this is something that can, I guess, kind of have like endless possibilities because it can be mm. to like one person when it's this person whatever anyway so yeah I went there not knowing and I was like okay this is cool and I was like mm, I think I've actually like I really enjoyed season one I was like I think i am enjoying this more than season um, one and yeah I mean they're black it was nice to see you know, a black couple whatever but um, cool. I think it's just the, the different I think the different characters the different mm. um, like the different ways it went. Just the thing I remember yeah. season one, thinking, "Oh, I'd expect that to happen, curveball, curveball." And then season mm-hmm. two, I was like, "Oh, I'm getting more curveballs." Like it's it still, mm-hmm. it's still kind of like surprised me, I guess. Um, yeah. And yeah, like it wasn't case of where okay, I've watched season one to season two, is just kind of like whatever. It was like a whole fresh, new, mm-hmm. exciting experience as well. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: that's yeah. yeah, I can testify to that. It definitely felt new. Like it, obviously, mm-hmm. again, I did say it, like it's the same thing, but black, but like. It did feel very different. Obviously, the premise is love life, but it felt very. And Keith David as narrator, <laughs> I didn't even clock it, it with him one time. I did. I was like, "What is this silky voice I'm hearing?" The voice, it felt comfortable, right? If, yeah. <laughs> it feels appropriate. Yeah, Keith David. Oh, like, dude, Reverend Greenleaf, um, <laughs> I didn't the oh, I didn't Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you David? Um, How did you find the set? I mean.
0: Here we go. Let's go let's, off. Let's, let's, off let's go 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 Return up to 10,000 by 10,000. But I think just... So, obviously, the theme of love is, like, my favorite theme. I'm going to explore that till the ages come because I think there's so much you can explore about it. And it's in what you're saying in terms of how new season two felt to season one's because, like, no two relationships are ever going to be exactly the same. There's always like little nuances and, you know, crevices to explore um, and like different types of characters to bring together. And then the supporting characters as well. And your interactions with them um, and like, romantic love is like the the, the the forefront, but then they really get into like the love between friends and family. Like you see Marcus and his like strained relationship with his father that gets healed. And, you know, Marcus and his relationship with his parents that was on the ropes because of the marriage that they didn't agree with and how that gets healed as well. And then like you see Mia and her family and and um, then you see like Marcus and his friends, which are some of my favorite interactions, Phil. I know you picked that out a bit. Um, but yeah, it's it's just it is just so just feel good, beautiful to watch. The character performances are amazing. Let's let's get to like fav- favorite moments, individual moments or episodes from from the season. If you guys have any that you want to pick out, point out, applaud.
1: Uh, my my one was you know when the guys go on their getaway? Mm. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like you you might know my favorite rom com is that awkward moment. It was giving me that awkward moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. When they had the interaction, when they're all being honest, and then Yogi, the American, mm-hmm. goes, "Man, like I'm just trying to enjoy. Like, I'm trying yes. to enjoy myself. You guys yeah. are trying to make stuff about. Like no one asked me how I'm doing. <laughs> like, oh. like brother, oh. whoa, brother. Mm-hmm. Whoa, because mm-hmm. the same time, obviously, like you see a bit of his story. In fact, you mm-hmm. see more of his story than the um, Kian, Kian. Uh, the, other, yeah. um, the other character, but." Mm. No one, no one ever checks in on him, like to see how he's doing. I think there's a, I think there's this is idea that if you get married, right, mm. or if you're if you're married, you have kids. Obviously, you have the tropes of like, oh my, my kids are driving me crazy, or my wife ain't having sex, or all of that stuff, right? I yeah. have those tropes, yeah. but I think in pressure because people tend to like not ask them how. This is not a microaggression, by the way, David. <laughs> people don't <laughs> Speak your truth <laughs> No, the thing is I, I, I will say I actually have experience. I think people just assume That the Ever After Just exists Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. No one really Comes to check mm. in And be like Oh, how's things going? What's going on? Yeah. Like, just like yeah. With specificity Like, no one really asks that And then Yogi's character Just has that outburst Where it's like Man, you guys are always Trying to make stuff Like, no one asked me How I'm doing I was just like Brother, that episode Was cold I can't remember mm. what, uh, I think that was an episode That you told me That you loved a lot Before I watched it but that might have been, like, episode seven or something like that. But I, ju- I just yeah. love that moment so much, man. They go on a getaway and they have this outburst and they become better friends in the end because of it. Um, Sometimes we're, we're, we're reluctant to say how we actually feel to our friends because of what that could mean. And don't get me wrong, sometimes it could mean jeopardizing the friendship. But I think that honesty is important, man. Like And just being real and just being like, friends. sometimes mandemates to check in on the strong friend, you know, we don't check in on the strong friend type thing. Um mm-hmm. so kind of had a moment like that as well, um when you start checking on the strong friend with Kelly.
2: But like, yeah man, I I love that moment. What about what about you? I'll say the same same as episode for me. Um yeah the three of them going on that trip even like on their on their way there because they don't they don't go like in a great um position like it's about Marcus and trying to get him you know and mm-hmm. trying to get them like back on, I guess feeling good about life and stuff and all of that. Um, and when they're there, you just basically, I, I feel for every single one of them, each one of them for different reasons. Like, um, mm. like I, I get where all of them are coming from. Like Yogi being like mad that like, you guys are like, checking up on me, and I feel like everybody watching probably probably thought, oh rather, right. like, even I feel bad. I'm watching. Yeah. I'm not a part of this, but I feel bad because it's like that's true. Did I even realize that you were the one holding everyone up? And no one's really checking on you like that, like personally. Um, mm-hmm. And even with the situation with um, uh, Marcus and uh, what's the other friend called? Kian. Uh, the other friend.
1: Kian.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just that whole situation, and you, and I feel like it's one of them ones where you can think in theory, I'd feel this way or I'd be angry like Marcus is, and all this kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But then, like, you just as time goes on, the way they, I guess, the way they they wrote is a case where you can you can empathize with everybody basically mm-hmm. there wasn't like yeah. one um one hero or like one villain there.
0: hero villain situation yeah. yeah
2: exactly just like it was just like, okay this is real life these mm-hmm. are situations and this is just where it happens to be do you know what i mean yeah. like nobody has that like, the obvious like do you know what I mean criminal or whatever um yeah. and i like things like that where like you actually have to think like okay if i was in that situation how would i feel what I able yeah. to do what am able to move past, whether to forgive them. And I'm thinking, okay, should he forgive? Should he not forgive? Like how are they gonna get past this? And just mm-hmm. the fact that they're all real with each other. Like mm-hmm. just I just like see the situation, especially with guys as well, that like, we're all just honest, just laying out here. Um, mm-hmm. and then being able to move past it as well in the same episode. Um yeah it was cool. I also really liked the episode, um, one of the COVID ones where Marcus, yes. yes I just yeah. like when the thing is, yeah, all the little microaggressions. I'm just thinking, this is too much, like, this is ridiculous. And when mm. he had his outburst, I was just like, yes, it was yes, so
0: satisfying. Yes. It was so satisfying.
2: To watch. Tell them, mm. tell, tell them, Say yes. Come on. all of it. Do that, like, yeah, she just come, bam, 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 bam. Mm-hmm. I didn't even take a breath. Man, just laid it on, and it's like, yeah. I think, cause like, I'm sure so many other people can relate to mm-hmm. you know being in position during COVID and stuff, and yeah. you know BLM and all that stuff going on, and you get all these companies um trying mm-hmm. to like give apologies or trying to show their support mm-hmm. um black people and just all that kind of stuff. So I thought like watching that, I'm sure so mm-hmm. many people just felt so satisfied by seeing yeah. him. Say all the things that they probably wanted to say to their employers or like to their companies to support that they don't support anymore or you know maybe mm. their friends you who know, they think aren't really being genuine. Um So I just felt like, yes, man, say your thing, black man, do what you got to do, be free. And I was, I mean, he lost his job obviously, but i was hoping for the best for him. Well, he quit, didn't he? Though. Yeah, he quit in yeah, like, it. Yeah, it Okay, you know. Okay, when I when I say I lost his job, I mean like he quit. He didn't have a job anymore. Like he didn't have something lined up after, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, so, and it's almost where I was like, was it worth it? Like well, at the time, I'm cool. thinking that, but I was just happy for that moment. So those two, I think, kind of uh, juxtaposes um, Harlem's moment
1: where the character instead of speaking out was yeah. basically encouraged to be like, sometimes you just gotta hold it and just Oh be like, The Get Out musical, the yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. You know, you know when the, yeah during the Get Out musical, but the, when when she the friends the were guy, like. Yeah, they were just like you know. Sometimes you just gotta hold it. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah, yeah. how are you gonna get on in this life yeah, if you are always giving out? Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. I, I, I personally, I don't know about you guys. I don't think there's any wrong answer in those moments, but I think you just gotta play things smart and just know what you're doing. Marcus, I can't lie. It was from a like being in a relationship, or and then being also being married perspective. I think it's very irresponsible what he did. <laughs> yeah. like you can't just quit because you felt way if that makes sense like mm-hmm. if especially if you have responsibilities towards someone else financially at the time and did he weren't they living together and she was no, no no I i a
2: hold out no, few-
0: no no, no that, that was when he decided
1: himself, to do but during COVID and not actually. that he was by himself. Ah yeah okay cool yeah yeah, yeah. Do, do if he wants to do that and be homeless potentially do you <laughs> you know what I mean but if you're think, single
0: you can do that
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah if you're in a if you're in a relationship you owe it mm. to the person you're with to at least consult them that I really want to leave this place, mm-hmm. and this is how this place is making me feel. And then you go from there. But you, like, if I came home one day and just been like, "Yeah, oh, I, I just quit, man. That's, I couldn't stand it." Like, yeah, I like, would expect you to hit me. Do you know what I mean? But, <laughs>
2: but it's also like, would he have been able to like hold like that whole speech he had? Would he have been able to like hold it together? Or he could have just done it and a little bit. of apologize. You know, all the pressure was getting to me. All the stuff going on, and then they might have felt guilt and been okay. We have to. We have to yeah. allow him back because otherwise we're not supporting him. So he, he could have made it work for him if he wanted to come back, but yeah. he, he knew that he wasn't like gun about gunner. that anymore. Yeah. 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 But yeah, yeah that I'm was that those two episodes to me great. But yeah, guys, like
1: like obviously every single moment oh wait, can, every, can I guess? Can I guess? Can I guess? Go, go ahead. The one thing that this season did specifically that the last season didn't do is that it veered off and followed one character for an episode. Mm-hmm. And that was Mia's mm-hmm. character. Mm -hmm. was
0: it that episode damn um no Uh, (laughs) good go though actually that episode was the saddest one ah fair enough it was a good episode and it was very interesting but it was just heartbreaking I was like where's the joy but obviously we need this because they have to show the real life of everything (laughs) but but um as an episode though it was really well done and as you say um, different to the previous season, like they focused on um on a different character, which and 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 they did that really well. Um, but yeah, she did the madness, man. What are you doing, bruv? But anyways, forgiveness, forgiveness, which was another key theme of this season, which I particularly enjoyed. Forgiveness with, between the friendship group and obviously forgiveness between Marcus and Mia. Um, so another life affirming thing that just really hit home. But my favourite moments. First of all, I wanted to give comedian CP his flowers. I knew him from All Def Digital. Brav, all, Dad
2: doing me. all that,
0: yeah, yeah, all of that, there. And he did his thing in this show. My favorite line from him, yeah, is in the pilot. Marcus is considering, ah, should I talk to this girl a bit more? Um, uh, and then, like, obviously, Comedia CP is giving him the wise words of, like, no, just stay with your wife. And I-, I love that they showed him like that. I love that they affirmed that you got a you gotta settle with your wife, you know. Don't I
2: love that
0: as well? Get this did this cheating thing, basically. I, I love that that was the message. But there was a line he drops yeah. Marcus, was like, I can't beat myself around that. He's like, What are you, Spider-Man? <laughs> 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 I died every
2: time. Yeah, it's <laughs> so oh, good.
0: It's so good. Oh, Spider-Man in the background. Look at yeah. that. But you read CP just blew me. I like he he was the source of wise words, like at every moment for Marcus. And I just he played that role so well. My favorite moment. Sir, so, you've said two of them already. Um, in episode, in episode, I believe it's episode seven when Marcus and Mia. Um, it's episode six. It's one of them. He Marcus and Mia. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <that>. <laughs> one of the, Marcus he and Mia reconnecting the that park. That <laughs> It's minute 12.33, anyway.
2: Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Marks will be reconnecting the park after, you know, all of this will-they-won't-they they nonsense because they were friends and then he was with someone and she was with someone. And oh, couldn't. the phone call? Nah, no, even the fo- okay. I love the phone call moment as well. Phil, I love all of them. That's why this is hard for me. But just that whole... Just that whole... Um, segment of them just being in the park talking Marcus is worried about this baby he might be having but we got to just focus on them um, I think I mentioned this in an earlier episode of our podcast but what they showed so well that really warmed my jellies was how much these two characters wanted to be with each other and I think the 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 beauty of desire between two people in a romantic context is something that really appeals to me. I look at you guys, you and my friends, I look at how much you just enjoy each other's presence and like this, this is what people need. No man is an island. You want someone that you really want and they want you the same. That's one of the most beautiful things this world can give you. I think there's a caveat to that though.
1: Caveat it. Because I'm not going to lie. I I
2: don't don't want to hear it. Yeah, ready. (laughs)
1: Hmm. There's responsibility with desire. These two are hundred percent relations. One was married. Their desire should not even be a thing. Yes, their first date was beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. But they were one was married and one was in a relationship. No, I, I'm talking funny. about. After,
0: I'm talking about when they were single now. But I hear, I definitely hear what you're saying. Like, don't desire, don't you know, do the whole don't let my wife get in the way of my love and my life thing. Forget that one. <laughs> Commit to your wife. But I'm talking about at this point they were both single. They were both done with the nonsense, and they were like, listen, Marcos was like, I really like you. I really like you too. They lipsed and it was good and it was and good it was like a good.
1: Bible verse yeah.
0: <laughs> but then my I, other think- I
2: hear that because you can mm. actually tell that they were genuine mm. friends like through different mm-hmm. kind of things they went through in different situations yeah. that they were in like Boom. they were actually friends they were actually cool they'll talk to each other about the issues and stuff despite yeah. like the, she challenged them yeah yeah yeah, yeah on his blackness boy friends. and that's boy. that's a thing to do that's a
0: that's <laughs> a thing to do
2: yeah. <laughs> But they they did, you can see like the genuine relationship they did have, which was nice. But Mm. I I mean, if I'm allowed to ask this question. hundred Because because we know how it ended, um, Mm -hmm. would would you say it was a good thing that happened because now he ended up being the love of his life. They both met each other because something bad had to happen for that. Good thing to happen, do you know what I mean? So it's like, there had to be the damage of his marriage that he didn't necessarily Mm -hmm. want to go in in the first place in order to Mm -hmm. get to that happy place. That's a philosophical
1: question. That feels answered this. second. So, David, go for
0: it. I'm not married, so I have no, I have no stake in this fight. Okay, okay.
2: How have you, you like, have to be there. Like, we don't to. have
1: to be on end or opinion.
2: I
0: know, I know, I, know. I, hear, it. I hear it. I was gonna, yeah. The way I view marriage, um, it's a tough one because obviously wow. I believe in long term commitment. I don't believe you should be breaking that kind of covenant. I know that divorce is a thing in this world that people, even Christians, do. Um, Because sometimes it just doesn't work out Sometimes things aren't You know Things don't seem Reconcilable or whatever But um, yeah it's a tough one So that part of it is why It's like this is fiction and I can watch And enjoy this right but In real world terms um, It's tough to think about But you know also There were problems in that marriage That marriage was you know Probably nearing its end Um, And, you know, despite mistakes that someone makes, um, I believe that they're still still worthy of love, they're still deserving of love. And if that love happens to find them in spite of those mistakes they made in the past, that's still a beautiful thing. Um, So to your question, was it a good thing? Um, God can turn things around for good. <laughs> and so, yes, yes it he was. A, well. <laughs> He's a Christian politician. Well. You know, hallelujah. <laughs> Reverend James, it's your turn.
1: <laughs> well, I think the late Ravi Zacharias spoke about good and bad and um, in, in, in how they actually complement each other and how good and bad is very limited to our perception of the now, right? So when everything was happening, he was not doing a good thing. Mm. And it, when, things, when things turn out and it's like, oh, this probably was a good thing. So I think it's, it's always about where you position yourself on that timeline. If you were to look at it holistically as a whole, I think it would be very... I think it will be very simple, but also you'll be doing an injustice to the reality of the situation by saying this was a good thing or this was a bad thing. Um, mm. but, but I think... I think this is just... You know, this, this is just almost... The reality of um where we see where we find ourselves in this world especially where we where we have a lot of options and the fact that you can make a choice and then choose to go back on that choice because you have another option um mm-hmm. i think ide- ideally ideally though, ideally ideally though, ideally ideally though. Ideally <laughs> you, you would stick with the option you chose but mm-hmm knowing that you have the opportunity to choose something else that may be better for you, I don't necessarily think is a bad thing per se. Like, I think that sometimes we, we can make this... Like, if Marcus... Marcus from episode one looked at himself... How long were they married for? Like, what, six years or something like that, was it?
0: Was that four years? Yes.
1: <laughs> Marcus from episode one is, is clearly different from the Marcus who got married. Right? Mm-hmm. He made the decision that he thought was best for him at that time. Things happen, life changes, and now he has a different perspective and outlook on life. And I think when when you go into something like marriage, you you should go in into it going, I'm marrying this person, assuming that they will never change, but then I know the reality that I may change myself, things may change, and it's all about that commitment to being with someone. If you then mm-hmm. choose to not be committed to that someone, it's sad, but I don't think it's bad because... It can, again, like David said, it can turn around for your good But it can also turn around to be something horrible Let's be real, he could have got with me. Mia Mia could have been like a person that beats Her husband, to, to think, you know what I mean These things can happen and then you'll feel like Oh, see, you should have been, you should have stuck with your wife and, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I think it's hard to say that Something is good or bad in, in that sense But I think it's just, yeah If you make a decision try, Do your best to stick with it, please I beg, like, do, do, your, do the person That you're with, the justice, um or the honour of trying to stick with it, if you can't stick with it for whatever reason, I just hope it's a good enough reason. And make peace with it. Whatever you do, make peace with the decision. Because, well, that can eat you up inside. And it can eat other people up. And especially if kids are involved, messes everything up. But that's my... What's your answer today? Your question.
2: Um. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if there's one perfect answer for that. But I think the key thing in that situation is that it's it's not that it's not that, oh, okay, the, the marriage ended, should he have continued with it and it not ended? But it's like the way it ended as well. Mm, like, so bad. Because because he 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 had his insecurities, do you know what I mean? He knew how I was feeling about it. Um and the person he was at the time wasn't ready to like, you know, face the reality of that and you know end it. Um yeah, he wasn't like courageous enough to do all of that. Mm-mm. He was just he was like that. Phil said was a completely different person. Um but while he was still married, while he was still in that committed commitment, because no one was forcing him, do you know what I mean, to, to actually be in that marriage, like just him meeting me and all that kind of stuff, he mm-hmm. could have he could have decided to end the marriage because he wanted mm-hmm. to end the marriage, and then you know, do whatever after that. But is that overlap? And it's like fair enough. He didn't know I was going to meet her. They didn't know if they were going to meet each other. It wasn't a planned thing, but. If you've... It's just just responsibility, basically. You've made a decision to be committed. So if you know... And let, let's say, for example, him meeting me, I was like, do you know what? Yeah, I really had my doubts about this marriage. I had my insecurities, and now it's kind of confirmed how I felt. If that's the case, then I'm not saying that he sh- I'm not saying that, you know, he should end the marriage. But if, if, if it was going to end it, he
1: do it in his hands. Yeah, yeah, in his He got hands. caught. Like, yeah. I'm sure he would have ended it eventually, but he got caught sooner than yeah. he probably would have... Uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: And 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 he could have just chosen to end it for the reasons you already had, Jim. Before mm. it's love hurting her in that way. Um, mm. Yeah, and that's the thing though. That there's damage. There's damage caused, and yes, there could have been damage caused either way. People have been hurt and upset, but it would have been very different if there wasn't that overlap of, you know, him sharing himself in that way with another woman while he was still married. So, mm. you know, yeah, I think I agree with what um, Phil said about the whole timeline thing. Like, there's. You just have decisions, loads of different decisions. And in our, if we like to count all the good and bad decisions in our life from the day we're born to the day we die, like who knows what the number will be. It'll just be a mixture of loads of different things. And we don't really count to be like, okay, it was 51% good and 49% bad. Therefore we were good and larger and it was good. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't really work that way. Um, yeah, I think, I, I just think at every moment in time, just base it on, on the there and then, and what you can do, because you can't predict the future. And if you can look back and be like, "I could have done that differently," hey, hey you can't change it. But just yes. yeah, go forward knowing that you're confident in what you've decided to do. But yeah, I don't, I don't know if I can say it was good or bad. It just I guess it's, it's good that it ended well. Let's just put it that way. It Ended well for both of them. To yeah, be fair. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it... but but he didn't have to. He didn't have to be dishonest for it to end well. Let's put it that way. Yeah. that wasn't yeah, the yeah. only that wasn't the only possible way you could have ended well. Mm, 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 mm.
0: I hear both of you Thank you for sharing that That was fantastic But all in all It was an amazing series And you know We're gonna get away From that sour note And go to the happy note Of Marcus and Mia Being one of the most Beautiful TV relationships I've ever come to witness Thank you for sharing That with us Sam Boyd I'm gonna leave you guys To ponder on that That's my personal opinion Phil and Devin, You guys don't have to agree Or disagree Thank you no, no, think about it Think about it But anyways I'm ending it there So you guys can keep thinking And keep it to yourself But anyways um, Yeah Because that's how they ended it Episode 10 We just saw how happy they were Together um, Forever And you guys Watch that um, And witness the happiness Of the love as well But for now I have been David Myself,
2: Phil um, they're in Seasons I oh, don't know Stream
0: Seasons If you want to feel love. Watch Love Life Season 2 Listen to seasons. I read your Bible.
2: Fair. <laughs> <laughs> just choose one night. Do all three of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: you later, guys. Watch you guys. Peace out.